Hi, you guys. Welcome back to another episode from Memoirs from an Alpha Female with your host, Lena Marie. I hope you guys are doing amazing out there, wherever you may be listening. Hope that your week, your day is going great. And we're going to jump right into our topic of today. We're pretty much going to pick back up from where we were last week when we were discussing the greatness of a beta female. And I found that this was very important to share the different characteristics on this podcast because a lot of times we may feel that the alpha female may be everyone. And I said that in my last recording that every female is not an alpha female and that's okay. That's okay. It's okay. Because if we were all the same, my God, can you imagine what kind of world we would live in? Jeez. I know I'm a handful at times. I don't know if I could deal with me at times, just to be honest. So I'm very appreciative of women who may have different characteristics as myself and how we can gel together and work together. I'm the yin and she's my yang. You know, you would say yin and yang working together for some form of greatness. Um, when we talked about last week in this series, the great beta female, it really chimed in on her need to be there for others and also how she's a great introvert, how she loves to listen. She takes the passive, um, response when talking or verbalizing, um, she knows how to stand up for herself when need be. But most of the time, they're very observant individual people, less confrontational than the alpha female. And when I say the word confrontational, I'm not saying it from a a place where it's just, oh, my God, she loves drama. It's the perspective of when you say confrontational, it's everything may not just resonate or sit well with that person, such as the alpha female. You say we're going to do A and the alpha female finds that B works better, she's probably going to speak up and speak her mind and say, well, why not do B? So that's where we're talking about when we say confrontational. And today in this podcast, we're just going to again highlight on the importance of knowing who you are, knowing which category you fall into or what characteristics you may have, and also learning how to work with other women who may not have those same characteristics as you so it don't end in a beef sis because that's what we don't want it to be is a beef or a drama or an insecurity or conflict between these types of women which I normally see on a day-to-day basis so in highlighting and starting this podcast one of the aspects I wanted to really chime in on is education and research and educating topics and things that we talk about from an evidence-based perspective. In the field that I work in, we live and thrive on statistics. Statistics and numbers and numbers and statistics makes the world go round in terms of economic growth, where we need to improve, what we need to focus on, things of that nature. I, I know a lot of you guys, every couple of years, I think they do the U.S. census or wherever you may live. It may be a little bit different. Shout out to the people who are listening to me in Australia and France and Germany. I see y'all. I see y'all on my analytics. I see the numbers. They're growing. I really appreciate you guys. Um, but going back to what I was saying, numbers make 
the world go around, what we need to improve, what we need to invest in, what do we need to change? And like I stated before, one of the reasons I wanted to start this podcast and highlight different roles from a female perspective or different aspects or views was to be able to provide you guys with research-based information, okay? Because that's the stuff that sticks. Research-based information sticks. So as I was doing my research, I learned about all these other characteristics that make up other types of females. And it's crazy, you guys, because alpha female is always the one that gets all the attention, I guess you would say, from a negative perspective in today's society. But there's the beta, there's the omega, there's the gamma. It's so many more. And I find that so fascinating that the world is seeing that we're all not created in one box. I always tell my sister, you can box yourself in, but don't box me in. And when I say that, I say that so nicely because sometimes she is a beta female at heart. She is very observative. She's very passive. She's very quiet and she's very strategic. She knows when to stand up for herself when it's time. One thing that we're working on together is her being more assertive and stating how she feels opposed and waiting until it all goes down. I think Kanye, Kanye West has a song, when it all falls down, yeah, we don't want her to get to that point. But in learning her, I'm learning myself. And that's the beauty of womanhood. That's the beauty that we can look at from femininity, that aspect of how we can learn from each other. So in the last podcast, we talked about the beta female, the great beta female, because I say great with emphasis because she's amazing. And if you're a beta female out there, shout out to you, sis, because I see you working. I see you. I see you out there. And how alpha females and beta females can really come together and be a moving force together. I find that, again, in order for us to do better, we must know better. So if you're looking at it from the perspective of a negative place, it would be, well, it's alpha female versus beta female. Contrary, yes, that's what society wants it to be, but it should not be that way. Because again, we're all unique. We all make up different aspects of who we are and we have a lot to bring to the table. Both of us, all of us collectively. So in this episode, we I really want to dive a little bit deeper in conflictual issues that may arise between the alpha female and the beta female. So on one hand, you have the alpha female who states that they love confrontation. I, I don't agree to that word, you know, and I think I explained it a few minutes ago where they're up for the challenge, they're up for the debatable moments in life where people say we need to follow this plan and that's it. And then we have the beta female who can be very passive and sometimes in society can be walked over because people may see their passiveness as a weakness as well as an alpha female where she may be too confrontational. She may be too passionate. Um, And those two individuals make up most of the world in terms of women and characteristics. 
especially working and being, you know, just every day being in society, we're always placed in a box. And I feel that these two women can complement each other. I'll give you an example. And I talked about this on the last podcast with um, the example that I gave is almost like a Gail and Oprah. I would see Oprah as a very alpha female. Not to say Gail doesn't have those characteristics, some of those characteristics as an alpha female, not to say that at all. But for the most part, I can see Oprah being the very dominant one. Gail is the beta female. She's her cheerleader and they're cheerleaders for each other. They work together amazing. And over the years, you have seen how Gail has rooted for Oprah. She's been in her corner for over 20 plus years, you guys. And they work it out together. So that lets me know that alpha females and beta females can can get along. The problem comes in with these two type of individuals when another individual may not be sure of themselves. Are we beefing? Or are we beefing? I say that because the majority of this stems from people having lack of identity. I'm going to say that one again. People having lack of identity. And when you're really looking at it from that perspective, you're like, oh, no, I have identity. I, I know who I am. I, for certainly me, you know, I mean, me being an alpha female, saying that respectfully, oh, no, I don't have problems with identity. But if you're living in the world today, sometimes you will go back and forth with who the hell you are at times. And what are, the, what are the things that you stand for, your values, your morals? And as you grow up in life, things that you valued and saw differently at the age when you were 12 and 11 years old, you see way differently now. And that's a great thing because that lets me know you're evolving. The conflict comes in between the beta and the, the beta female and the alpha female is identity. Most of the time, when we lack identity or we're not comfortable with who we are, we project that onto others negatively from a negative perspective. And I love this quote by Marilyn Monroe, you guys. I just feel like Marilyn Monroe was like an alpha female. She walked in the room. She dominated the room. She was a sex idol to many, you know. She had a way of just controlling the room with her physical appearance. And she was also smart. She doesn't really get a lot of credit for that. She's always being portrayed as witty. She's very smart, very smart individual. And one of the quotes it reads, one of my favorite quotes by her is, Everyone can be beautiful in their own way, but most people don't let themselves be beautiful. Most people don't like themselves. That's by the great Marilyn Monroe. And that's so true. I work in corporate America and most of the time, it's always some form of women pettiness or women cackling, you know, cackling or women not getting along. And it's almost ridiculous. And I feel that it shouldn't have to be that way because I am my sister's keeper. I see often where these type of females, you have your beta female, you have your alpha female working in today's society and it gets twisted. And a lot of that goes again back to identity because everybody can't be an alpha female and everyone cannot be a beta female. So knowing who you are, embracing who you are and walking in it 
you may want to have those characteristics of an alpha female and where she may be assertive and she speaks her mind. But the alpha female may desire to have characteristics where you have, where you're very passive, where you're very um, detail oriented in your responses. It's, it's sugar coated, quote unquote, the word they use. We all can learn, for, learn from each other. But what I see time and time again is that we sitting at the table and she has a little bit more mashed potatoes than I have on my plate. I'm not watching my plate, but I'm watching hers. And it's jealousy, strife and envy because I feel that she has more to offer or more than me. That's a layman way for me to even just break it down to you guys. And I work around these individuals and I've been in settings like that. And most of the drama that started in corporate America, just jobs alone is caddy females. Caddy, just caddy for no reason. Especially when you have someone who walks in, who knows who they are, they know what they bring to the table. They are aware of who they are again, and, the, and their possibilities are endless. When you're dealing with an individual who may lack in, who may lack assertiveness and it turns into insecurity, those individuals can be very detrimental to your mental health. And it may not even just be in the workplace. It can be a family member. It could be friends. It could be acquaintances. It could be associates. And one thing that I've learned in just over life being an alpha female is the only person that I can control is me, my actions. Because when you're working with these type of different personalities, especially an alpha female and a beta beta female, the Gales and the Oprahs, and one is not sure of themselves, it can easily cause strife. And it don't have to be all that, sis. Let's sit together and collaborate. I'm pretty sure Oprah and, Oprah and Gail have had arguments. Uh, one of them was the, it, it was the craziest moment, but it was the, their relationship in live in color, in living color on Good Morning America. And I think Gail had a necklace on and Oprah was doing, coming in for a morning segment where they were videoing her. I think she'd come out with a book and Gail was doing the interviewing, which she's a phenomenal interviewer. She's a phenomenal journalist. And she was interviewing her friend. And in the actual interview, Oprah says to Gail, Gail, I'm really not feeling that necklace you you have on this morning. And Gail had on this bright yellow dress. Like, it complimented her skin complexion to the gods. Like, it was amazing. And literally, she was like, Gail's response to her was, oh, Oprah, not today. And here they are on mainstream TV, Good Morning America, having a moment. And the way they just literally handled that on primetime TV was beautiful. Oprah, during the interview, told Gail, I don't really like the necklace. It really didn't do anything for me. And Gail, in her response was, oh, Oprah, not today. And they moved on in the interview. I'm pretty sure they've had moments where that's happened so many times. But after all of these years, that has not stopped their friendship from growing. We all need an Oprah in our life. We all need a Gail in our life. And sometimes it's a blessing to be connected to someone that may not represent the characteristics you have because it's a learning, it's a learning curve. The issue comes up when women lack identity. 
And that could have stemmed back from childhood where you may have not been nurtured or where you have to have all the attention from any and everyone. And you're normally seen as the spotlight or a numerous of factors can play into that. But one of the ones that I see is societal factors and how we were raised. If we didn't get that nurturing growing up in a home where someone told you, you know, you're amazing, you're beautiful as a young lady, you know, no one is greater than you in terms of what you bring to the table. I see that really flow into adulthood with a lot of individuals, especially if you have someone who was really coddled and spoiled growing up and they meet someone who may be assertive and very dominating. That could be a tragic crash. And then on the flip side, it could be amazing where two individuals who know their roles can meet together and create amazing things. The same thing with relationships and men and females or platonic relationships, romantic relationships. What is about, what is it about you that makes you unique and how can we learn from each other humbly Respectfully, I think that's what LaBoy Justin said. Respectfully, I love that word, y'all. Comma, respectfully. I, I, I sometimes put that in my emails. Comma, <laughs> respectfully. Signed, Lena Marie. And it really just makes the point like, yeah, yeah, she's not here to play no games. You already know what time it is. That may be an alpha female thing. You know, we'll, we'll talk about that in another episode. But I, 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 I can recall so many times where I've worked in settings where I'm learning who I am and I'm not fully there yet. Yet I'm still working on me because I feel like you will work on you until the day you die, to the day you expire. And I've been in situations where I've worked around women who may not have some of the characteristics that I have in terms of being very um, driven, controversial, if you would say, the why girl. And it always turns into habit. And I remember this one situation. I literally had to have a sit with her, like almost come sit at my table, sis. Because I wanted to know what was it? What what, what was it about me why we could not get along in the workplace? And it was literally anything I said, it was a counteract. It was, she was a very passive aggressive person, but she would not be able to come and tell me about it. But she would go and talk to other people in the company about it. And it would, you know, resurface back to you, like make a 360 back to you. And me being the alpha female, I would just laugh it off because I really don't have time to, to deal with those type of shenanigans when the world is going on and bills have to be paid and my grass have to be cut. And I'm a female. I got to find somebody to cut my grass and, 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 and other things that are going on in my life to worry about who doesn't like me. <laughs> and I remember someone coming for the final time and telling me what she said. And I said, you know what? This is not going to stop. At lunch, I'm going to just pull her to the side respectfully. And we're going to have a conversation. And in that conversation, you guys, it really became very meaningful because I understood what was it that she did not like about me. And you know what she told me? I like, I don't like the fact that people respect you when you come into the room because you know how to speak up for yourself and I don't. And at that moment, it was no more about me. It was almost like a mini counseling session. And, 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 you know, I gave her one for free, you know, because people give me ones for free all the time. Where you somebody to pull you to the side. You need somebody to pull you to the side sometimes, you guys. 
And after her and I had that conversation, we literally talked things over. And I then knew from that perspective that it was more about her inner struggles and her lack of identity than it was with me. And it gave me a piece about the situation was like, okay, this is not about me. This is something that's resonating with her that she hasn't resolved yet or something that she wants that she feels that she doesn't have. And in that very conversation, even though she told me that in a vulnerable moment, I appreciated it. And we were able to talk it out. And I was also able to let her know that I'm human and that I love things about her that I wish that I could work on or those characteristics I wish I had. And all of that took was a talk. To this day, we're best of friends. Crazy, right? (laughs) But it happens. It should be no beef. We're sisters. And I'm going to leave you with how Monique says it. I I love you for real, girl. I love you for real. Let's look at it from that perspective, you guys. It shouldn't be no issues whatsoever where you're projecting your concerns and conflicts within yourself on someone else, which causes strife and envy and jealousy. Both women can work together in today's society and create magnificent outcomes, whether it's work, platonic relationships, associates, whatever it may be, business partners, it can work. But we first have to check ourselves. Even me, even the alpha female, she must check herself because sometimes we're coming from a good place, but it may not be the approach. It may not be the best way we can say it. And I stated earlier her and I are good friends now so moments where I'm very direct and very straight and saying you know what we need to change this she'll come and say Lena pipe that down now we need to reconsider we may need to have a different approach and I respect her for that and we compliment each other because we want to see each other do great not an I and I know you guys have heard it there's no I in we understand who you are know who you are and be who you are that's it for today's episode you guys i'll see you guys back on another episode you guys stay amazing and we'll talk soon have a good one